Before this episode begins, I just want to give a massive thank you to our amazing patron, Eve Gilligan, for all your support. Okay. Hi, everyone. Hello. Um, You can see that we're in a different setup this time. Um, So, obviously, the last episode was Reese asking me questions. This episode is going to be me asking Reese questions. Um, so we're going to try and get to know Reese a little bit more um, before the podcast. Um, <sighs> as I say, I've got some questions here. I don't know if, if this is going to take as long, but <laughs> we'll go with it. <clears throat> okay. My first question. What would you say is your proudest moment? Ooh, uh, so far? Yeah. Uh, prob- probably winning the Young Builder of the Year Award. Last, was it last year? 2022? Yeah, I think, yeah, you won it last year. Yeah, winning that probably. Nice. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Got that? Yeah. Sweet. Cool. Tick. Okay. Um, where do you see yourself in 10 years' time? In the forest. Hopefully owning an apartment in the city centre of Birmingham and potentially owning a house up north. Uh, maybe with a child or maybe just finishing travelling. Nice. That's where I see myself in 10 years. Anywhere specifically you want to travel or? Uh, I'd try Australia, mm-hmm. Asia. I'm more interested in travelling Africa, but that's kicking off for what it is right at the moment, so <coughs> I'm going to stay away from there. I have no interest of going to America. Okay. It's the, the reviews with guns petrifies me. Yeah. Fuck that. So, yeah. Okay. Um, when do you feel the most vulnerable? I don't actually know, to be fair. Um, I don't probably <laughs> come down there. Um, I don't really know. Uh, it's either constant state of being vulnerable, but it's used to it, or yeah, or yeah, I don't really feel vulnerable. Unless I'm always constantly feeling vulnerable. If that makes sense, I don't know. Yeah. So. Okay. <coughs> Next question. What is your biggest fear? Uh, suffering uh, in any capacity, financial, physical, emotional, anything to do with suffering. I, I have no time or any, I just don't want to do that. No, thank you. Suffering, no, I've, seen, I've seen, it, seen it too much. So, seeing people suffer when you know the outcome or something like that, nip it in the bud, man. That's what I do. So, no point, no suffering. Absolute death. Okay. Um, oh, I see this. Um, okay. Do you regret not going to university? Hell no. That's just the only reason we went to university is to sleep around, nightlife, and shit like that. Going, getting a degree is pointless. It says I've wasted, say, three to four years so learning a subject. Whereas someone who's got an apprenticeship in that subject has gained three to four years experience in the actual jobs. A graduate is only good for things such as where companies have graduate schemes. And even then, you don't even need a, a degree in that particular thing. So, like, for example, I was a previous, previous job. They had a graduate that had like a, a music degree. It's construction. What the fuck's music got to do with construction? And she was in land. 
So it just, it's just all it is is a, a tick box exercise, and with the amount of degrees and inverses there are, it waters down the actual meaning of a degree because every country's got a degree, and when it comes to doing actual job roles, having experience at the job outweighs having three years at university because university is not a real job, is it? So yes, I'm glad I never went to university. Plus the debt as well. Yeah. I actually earned over 25k that I paid back in 30% of the debt on top of all the other taxes. Like, what's that one? National insurance, mm. income tax, property and pension. Fuck off. So no, I do not regret going, not going to uni. Okay. Um, how do you genuinely feel since the passing of your parents? Fuck no. Uh, I, would, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't really know, to be fair. Uh, just like a constant... I wouldn't say happy. I, 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 someone asked me this before. I, I, I probably would say since the passing of my mom, I haven't actually been happy. It's just a constant state of alert, if that makes sense. Yeah. So yeah, um, how, how would I tell? I don't really know. I wouldn't say anything. It's just been, I, I can have happy moments, but I always think in my head it could be happier or it could be different or, so I think, yeah, I just, I wouldn't say happy, it's just, you're just existing. Yeah, it's just chilly. Like, it just make, it puts it in perspective. Like, when mother passed away specifically, it was like my world's over. But the world just carried on, and it just makes you realise that everything you think you know about the world, it doesn't matter. And you don't matter. And what you do don't matter. And it's just everything is just pointless. But obviously, not you want to sue it, don't, you know, not suicidal. It's just everyone fabricates what they want and need when it doesn't matter like at the end of the day the only thing that really does matter is your friends and your family mm-hmm. if you getting being the best at your job yeah you're gonna get money but what at what sacrifice like yeah it just makes you real like I, I don't know how i feel it's just just i i because my mom and dad died before they reached retirement age and they did never got to enjoy a life where they weren't working. I have no interest in working past 40 because that's when I think mom got her first battle with cancer because she had three battles, deep, one twice, but you know, we can get, we can get to that later if you want. She, she started at 40, so my, my age is I'll happily work all the hours in the day now, but I want to be out of the working game by 40 because I want to experience life where I have no stresses other than old kids and stuff. Then, yeah, yeah, I just, yeah, so I don't know how I feel, but I know about it, fucking working until I get cancer and die, I'm not doing that. Okay, and kind of, I guess, following on from that then, um, would you say you're more afraid of death or not living, like you personally? So I guess if I, if I, if I word that in a different way. Yeah. Are you more afraid of dying or not truly living your life to the fullest? I think I already know the answer. Yeah, living that, like death. That's coming to us all. So if you're afraid of death, then you're gonna always be in fear of death doing stuff. But would you rather live a life where you, you work for someone else, you pay you, your cars on finance, you're fucking you're eating shitty food, you're throwing shitty faces, you're not experiencing things, or you fucking you. you all your bills are paid for, everything's just chill, 
You can do what you want. Just like I said, well, I don't, I haven't said, I didn't say on the last podcast, like yours, the one before that. Everyone had, is obsessed with social media and looking the best and having the best things. It doesn't matter as long as you, your partner, your partners, or fucking your kids, whatever, is happy and you can live the lifestyle you want to live within your means then fuck what you want to do just live your life just stop people are too fixated on living to impress other people mm-hmm. which is I think is what's what's wrong with people yeah so just live your life and stop trying to live the life you see on social media because nine times out of ten it's fabricated and it's bullshit so yeah just living just live don't yeah okay um okay what was the biggest mistake that you've made that had the biggest impact on your life? I made my mum go down the kamikaze slide and show my shake on our, you know, on holiday. And that's where she banged her coccyx really hard. And then obviously she later developed anal cancer. And I think that was the cause of it first. That was my biggest regret making her go on that slide. There it is. Um, okay. Do you think you've ever felt genuine true love? Yeah. But it depends on what kind of true love you mean. Love with a person, with family, which kind of one? Um, I would I would more say in kind of like a, a relationship kind of thing, like girlfriend kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. That seems alright. I'm saying before, <laughs> yeah. no, before that, not really. Okay. It's like with Queen and you know, that was like first love, it's puppy love and all that stuff and you experiences obviously secondary school she was moving to uni and just didn't work and that with baker it was like it was good it was fun it was like like you experiment exploring different city you got to travel up there and all that but in in the long run that was a waste of money and like just people got there but like you have to it takes like a long time like with through covid through that through that and we weren't going out or nothing like that we're just seeing each other and then passing the dad and all that kind of stuff so yeah same is true love, it, but it's there's different love. So obviously, when you're young and you first have love, it's like lust is like oh, I just obsessed with yeah. birth and transforms to like experimental part where you try new things, experiment, see what you like, and it becomes like the fa- like foundational love where you know the person inside out, you know the respect, trust, loyalty, all that kind of stuff. So it's a different form of love, but I think that form of love is true love. Mm-hmm. But yeah, okay. I'd say at the moment, yeah, and then. Touching on what you just said about trust, mm-hmm. um, do you think you can truly trust anyone? <coughs> no. Okay. Uh, nah, because at the end of the day, everyone's got their own their own goals and stuff. It's like, for, for at the moment, yes, with friends and family and boyfriend girlfriend and all that, you at the, at this specific moment, take yourself for money nothing. We pray for each other, but in ten years time. We might have different goals, so I can't, in my head, I can't give someone 100% trust because everyone has an ulterior motive and their own goals, etc. Mm-hmm. And you shouldn't force someone else to have your goals. Right. You'll, if you have two different life paths, just let it be. But obviously, you can still have love for someone. You can, you can, you can cooperate. If you, you can have two different goals and still be in love and still be together, have kids and that. But... You can't trust one hundred percent because we're all human at the end of the day. So yeah, no. Okay. Cool. Um okay. 
What is your funniest moment? Who is it with and why? I don't really know, you know. Uh, funniest moment. I don't really have like a funniest moment, I think. Um, okay, instead of maybe funniest then, what's your kind of most fun moment? Who is it with and why? Uh, I'd say, say one of the funniest moment. I don't know. It's got to be something to do with David Costello. Because <laughs> he's fucking hilarious, like, uh... Uh, yeah, just do something. If we're pissed or tired or something, just bits. He, he's just hanging like in Cavos, waiting for the coach, and he had like heat exhaustion, uh, heat exhaustion, lack of sleep, no water, and he was delirious. Oh and it was just chatting absolute shit. Even the people who were waiting with the coach were just like, what the fuck is wrong with him? So, yeah, probably just chill with him because he's fucking really hilarious. Jesus <laughs> Christ, dude. <coughs> okay. Um, would you say that you are a confrontational person? Mm, I'd say I probably used to be. I, I'd, yeah, I'd say before I was probably a bit of a cunt. And obviously, passing as a motherfucking father. And I said, yeah, before, before, I was a lot worse. I, was, I, I, I can admit I was a cunt to like Williams. I was a massive cunt to her. And I, do, I would apologise to her, but. I don't know if she's it. I mean, it comes to a few people that I look back and I think, that's not, that was you being a prick to entertain your mates, which isn't me now. So it's like, I have a few regrets from that kind of thing. So, yeah. And obviously, being confrontational, just me being a cunt in front of my mates to get a reaction out of someone. So I'd say, used to be very confrontational. Now, I'm way less. I think you'd agree with that. I would agree. Mm. Okay. Um, what slash who are you most thankful for in your life? Ooh. Mom and dad, innit? Both equally. They've made me who I am today, to be fair. Mm. And obviously, yeah, it's just mad, it's just cool. Yeah, them two. Okay. Um, which fictional character do you relate to and why? It can be any, so film, TV, book, game, I don't fucking know. Uh, I don't really think anything relates to me. To be fair, I'm not, I'm, I don't look at someone or something and think, "Oh, that's like me." Um, okay. I, yeah, I just I think I'm not being weird. Or, I think I'm fucking too unique for that. Genuinely, I don't. There's no. I don't. I'm. I think I'm. I'm a weird onion. Like, I, if you met me like, if you met me one night, I'd be completely different to another night. It's like it's, it's different. I wouldn't say mixed personality to an extent. It's just different. You know, that makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah, I think so. Like, depends on who I'm with. Not even who I'm with. Like, sometimes you can, well, you can come to my house and I'll be chatty as fuck, and then you can come to my house the next day and I wouldn't say nothing to you. Yeah. It's all. I don't know what it is. Okay. Uh, it's fair. Um. Okay, this one. How do you truly see me? You? Mm-hmm. Totally good thing, sir. Funny, good-looking black man, confident, caring. Um, yeah, just, just a sound fellow, man. You are a good lad. Like, I don't know how to, how to describe it. I'm scared about the bad things. It's like, um, 
You're just a southie. Like you're always there for everyone. Like sometimes you you're selfless, and sometimes you're more selfish and stuff like that. But if you're just a genuine good good fella, it's like I know if I was ever actually in trouble, you weren't searching my clubs. I know you'd be there, mm-hmm. even in your shitty sports sports ball care. <laughs> but now you're just yeah, you're just a good man. It's like you don't have many flaws, really. But what is, I think some of the how I think I don't know what it is, but I think you have a really bad desire to feel wanted. Like I don't know what's going on, but it seems to me it's like you are a lovely lad, uh, all that good stuff, and it seems to me like you, you always fixate. You can't. It seems to me like you can't love yourself. You need to get validation or feel love from someone else to validate yourself. If that makes sense. So mm. you need. You are perfect how you are but you don't see that so you always need love and affection from someone else to feel love when that should be the case you build up as you are so that's my only flaw of you is if you are more accepting of yourself everyone else accepts you and everyone else loves you for you but it seems like you don't love yourself and you need someone else to love you to love yourself does that make sense yeah you know what I'm saying yeah okay um so, I guess then on the back end of that, do you see our friendship in the same way that I see our friendship? Yeah. Well, do you see it? You know how I see it. I, I think, so for me, like you're like my brother, you're <coughs> my best friend, and I trust you a lot, and I know that I can always count on you, mm-hmm. and I've always got, I, I mean, as, as much as you annoy the hell out of me sometimes, <laughs> you know, I have a lot of time, love, and respect for you, mm-hmm. and... I know people have always kind of, I don't want to say they've had doubts about our friendship, but they've always kind of questioned it yeah. because we're very different people. But have you ever questioned it or do you see it in the same way that I do? Yeah, I see it the same way. I never questioned it. I think sometimes you're a bit fucking weird. You know, you're like, oh, I love you. Because I'm more of that, like, action, oh, I'm not very reserved, all of it. Yeah. You know. But that, I see exactly the same as you. That's how we've been so friends for so long. Yeah. Really. Like, before. I'll be honest, did not bully you, but pick on you with, and this is how I live my life and all that sort of bullshit in school. Yeah, but who didn't? Exactly. <laughs> and I was back then. You were, not, you, were, you were getting big in China, you were. So I don't know where you fucked that up. I thought you said big and chunky then. No, big in China. Okay. Um, um, where then, based on the answer that you've just given about our friendship, <coughs> where do you see our friendship in five years? Hopefully one of us owns an apartment or a flat somewhere. <laughs> Chilling. Nah, I reckon. Yeah, I reckon. Be, I reckon we would have progressed. I think we would have probably matured more. Probably potentially, you would definitely move out of here. Mm. I'd definitely move out where I'm living. Just be probably more mature. I hope financially stable. Just like do more adulty things, isn't it? Yeah. I suppose I think it would just be exactly the same, just different level. So instead of like making breakfast, we're going for. Um, Steve breakfast. You know what I'm slowly built the ladder. <laughs> slowly got the ladder. I love yeah. that. <laughs> okay. Um, in terms of like relationships and stuff, like let's say you weren't with your friend. Mm-hmm. Um, are there any kind of boundary deal breakers that are non-negotiable for you in a relationship? Don't smoke. Okay. I'm not interested in that. Um, sounds bad, but. For me, I'll tell people kids and that. Say if you knew you were infertile, 
I couldn't do it, yeah. Because I'm not being asked to, but you're wasting both our time. But I guess that's, you know, that's that's your... Yeah, that's... You're that's allowed one, to have the awareness and stuff. If she has, obviously, like, HIV or something like that, because uh, obviously it's probably easier. Um, be very sad, like, naturally, like, selfish and... Or have parents that you don't like your parents. Because, like, at the end of... Unless you give me the full story and it's like, fucking hell, we are twins, but... I think nine, nine times out of ten, there's always that one. But you can... If you knew their side of the situation, you could probably mend it. But obviously, I'm pretty sure that you're just strong Walter. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, yeah. Or, or having no motivation. Like, my mm. girl, like, you have to set, set goals and be working towards goals. Yeah. You can't be one of those people that talks about doing stuff and just doesn't do anything. It's like, mm-hmm. there's a certain amount you can just leave out kind of thing. Yeah. That um, makes sense. And as I said, like, these are. Everyone has different boundaries, everyone has different like things that they will accept and not accept and you shouldn't be shamed for having certain boundaries. Yeah. So I think I think that's kinda of good. Okay. Um have where was it? Where was the question now? Oh. Have you ever in your life had any doubts about your sexuality? Nah. No, that's okay. I I, I think I just always love women. Mm-hmm. Maybe a little bit too much sometimes. I don't know. Every weekend going out, and just oh, some of the some of the things I've pulled in the past, I'm like fuck it. Yeah, no, 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 that that my sexuality to be fair. Only ask because I know that I have many times, and I wonder if it's a similar thing that happens to like all younger people, especially like young men, because mm-hmm. um, I know that there are a lot of people out there that that do. Yeah, well, I can't lie to you, man. I grew up and I saw Valma in that red dress. <laughs> Holy shit, man! Shabba the Nile, man. Oh my god. So yeah, I just think, and plus, obviously, Dad being like a builder and being around with his mates, and then obviously when you're a young kid in the pub and they're just talking about wild shit. It's just, I just think I've maybe if I never had like such a strong father figure or something like that in the terms of like being around builders all the time and stuff mm. like that and being exposed to disgusting stuff um, there could be a potential where I probably think about it because obviously it was closer with my mum and sister and stuff obviously I had that so potentially if I was like raised differently yeah. I never was ex- never really knew about gay until we talked about it in school so I don't think I'd ever be like exposed to that yeah. Kind of, yeah that makes sense and then on the back of that have you ever had doubts about any friendships throughout life oh yeah I've got a few friendships where I think you're not really a friend you're more like a person that likes to keep tabs just to see what I'm doing or be like a like lovely hater or friends that just want like you know when people are like oh long time no speak oh, and then that's someone that's just like mm, what's that so yeah, there's a few people that do it like around, but I, I, I'm wearing people like arms length. Yeah, like I know, yeah. I know, he's, I know he's gay. I know, I know he's gay. So you're saying that you're gay? Or no, like, gay. whoa, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Um, if budget wasn't an issue, mm. where in the world would you genuinely go right this second? If someone said to you right now, you can jet off anywhere in the world, forget about the budget, whatever. Where would it be? Uh, 
Is that a different one? Well, mm-hmm. is this just like some one-time visit, or should we just live there? Um, we can live there. I'll, I'll allow that. Okay, so we can live there. Mm. Ooh, quite a lot. Quite a lot. Okay. Yeah, because it's like you're close to fucking uh, Australia. You can visit there. You got lovely clear waters, whale watching, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. It's where Lord of the Rings was filmed and stuff like that. Big, nice greenery. Love nice views from land and that. Mm, I've heard a lot of nice things about New Zealand. Yeah. To be fair, and, and it's got you can probably get a nice patch of land or something. Cause I, I would like that's not <coughs> not far, but you got like live off the land kind of. Mm-hmm. That'd be nice. Or maybe like a big patch of land in Ireland. Okay. Something like that. Somewhere where, where I've got my own space, not close to people, by myself. Big patch, patch of land. Yeah. So I can build like a big wall around it, where you can fucking leave me alone. Just have the cattle and shit. Build the wall. Build the wall. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. If you had a whole day where you could do anything you wanted, mm-hmm. what would you do? Not get caught. Oh, God. Um, sure. That ain't going to make me one. Thank God. No, I, I just, I, I wouldn't be the great, just, I'd probably rub enough from, like, like you know what Sainsbury's as like big corporate corporations mm-hmm. I'd rather not like probably say if I could in a day two million I reckon two million I could retire at this very age I can just enjoy the rest of my life however long that may be so I'd just rub two million just retire two million in like goods or in actual money actual money oh okay then tills are getting you <laughs> <laughs> fuck that okay um what are you the most grateful for in your life and you may have touched on this before but like in terms of gratitude and stuff, what are you the most grateful for? Dad finding out that he had a niece on the way before he died. That was nice because mom always wanted. So mom left me uh, a note and paper and things that she basically said that she's so sorry that she didn't get to see her grandkids and that she loved them. That she called herself nanny nephew. That she she would only wish that she could have saw her grandkids. And dad at least got to know. That he was gonna have a niece, well, niece, granddaughter. Yeah. And he even got, one of his last photos is his hand on Taylor's belly, and he made it. A, he tried his hardest to obviously stay alive for it, and he's not. He's only shy about two months, so yeah, it's just at least he knew he was gonna have one. Yeah. So yeah, that that is that is nice. Okay, um, I've got two questions left. Mm-hmm. Um, who is one person you can talk to about anything? Myself. Some of the stuff I think is fucking out crazy. So there's uh, there's something I'm gonna speak to people about that I obviously think about and it's just like mm, mm. Like that's if you fair. if you ask that like Yasmin and Taylor, they'll catch you thinking as well. A lot. I'll I speak know, I'll speak on the inhale to myself then I think. Yeah. So I'll be so yeah. Uh, because some things that you've done you've don't know you, you can't really speak to anyone about it, but it'll change how they perceive you. So, hmm. you just talk to yourself, not meant to be. But, uh, yeah, just yourself. You know what? About anything, you've made. That's fair. Okay, and then my final question What do you think the younger Reese would say if he could see you now? Sort of tell me about that. Uh, I think, I think, I think he'd probably be impressed, to be fair. 
Because obviously paying for being through what always going on, like they probably knew what that had in store and that. They probably thought, wow, this is making happen and all that shit. And how you cope with all that and how sad it is. So I think it'd be alright because the shit didn't fucking sink with it. Everyone, everyone sound just like. I think it'd probably be impressed to be fair. Like that, that young fella, they could could do it. Like against the odds, he was alright. He'd probably be impressed. I reckon. I reckon the younger self would be like, "Fuck this, lads, man." I reckon it too. Yeah. No. Sorted. Well, that's all my questions. Thank you. Thank you for sitting in the hot seat. No problem. Um, thank you everyone for listening. Pleasure. We hope that you've been able to see a different side to us both, and uh, we'll see you on the next one.